I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sans Pants Radio. Batteries not included. Welcome to another episode of Movie Maintenance, where some films just need pitching. I'm Tom. I'm Carney. I'm Kat. And this week, it's an R-rated Inside Out. It's a film you never knew you needed. I'm still not sure I do. <laughs> okay. What's prompted this, Thomas? So, a while ago, uh, someone on a forum or on Reddit or on Discord, or on Twitter. The internet. Or on... No, 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 no. Just, um, I print... I have a guy who prints stuff out and delivers it to my house. <laughs> okay. I don't actually have internet in my house. I don't believe in internet. Fair enough. I'm not allowed to use it. I can't say why. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> can't say why. Redacted. really shady. It, it, doesn't it? Yeah. It, I yeah. think that um, like... Anyway, so this young boy comes and gives me pages printed. No, worse. Um, <laughs> so, uh, someone basically said... People talking about what should someone do, and someone was like, oh, "Someone should do an R-rated Inside Out." And the idea stuck with me. I was like, "Fuck, that's actually that should be an interesting sort of challenge, if you will." And uh, that was about a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> so it's taken me a while to get my shit together. So you've been working on it for a year. So it must be amazing. Uh, it must be incredible. Have I worked on it for a year? Best pitch of your life. How long would you say a year is? Three sixty-five days. So not three days. Um, no. Okay, so I've been working on this for just a bit less than a year. Okay. <laughs> Just a little bit less. Fair hair shy of a year. Not, not quite 365. I'm assuming we've, we've all seen the original. So, yeah. I'm not trying to fix the original because the original is a beautiful film. You can't touch that. No, it's, it works. Where do you rate it in Pixar? Um, it's up there for me. Yeah. What's, what beats it? What would, uh, what would you say it slides on top of I really love Wally. Yeah. Wally's great. May I chime in with Monsters, Inc.? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yep. And um, Up. Up's good. Yeah, Up's really good. I think I'd 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 prefer Inside Out to Up. Yeah, I would too. Just no, I would just. go Up first. Mm, up's just the first ten minutes. No, the oh. There's, no, there's some real nice shit in that. Oh, it's so good. The 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 bit for me in Up that makes me cry every time. This will be a nice little segue in a second. Is uh, when he gets to the and he's sitting in the house and he opens the photo album and he accidentally flicks past yeah the pages. Of the next adventure, and he realizes she's like filled it with their life, and their life mm. was an adventure, guys. It's a bit sweet. It's beautiful. I, I, it's yeah. beautiful. I saw it with a, an ex girlfriend, and I think I cried in it. And then I think that's why she's my ex girlfriend. Because she found out you're a little bitch. Yes, Kath. <laughs> 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 well, then, well, then I won't tell you the next story about me watching no, Inside Out. Like, no, I'm sorry. That was a joke. I actually think that's beautiful that you cried in that. I'm well, so sorry. I just can't resist. 
the urge. Ah, you're a bitch. <laughs> to call you a little bitch. Thanks, both of you. Um, I feel really safe yeah. and, and included and welcomed <laughs> this and loved. This is a safe place. No, no, it is gorgeous. Well, what is your favourite then? Well, probably Monsters, Inc. Nice. But Up would be like, would be a close second. Finding Nemo? Yep, Finding Nemo. Yeah, Finding Nemo. Oh, if I do a top, a top, uh, top five, that'll turn into a top ten, so I won't. Yep, um, yep. It's, it's definitely not the good dinosaur, though. Does anything by Disney top your Pixar selections? Well, yeah, yes. for me, Lion King, Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, both. Beauty both and the Beast? Yeah, no, no. I don't have the same nostalgia as everyone else. I'm going to pop a little controversial choice out there and say that um, Zootopia is probably in my top. Oh, my God. That five. movie is so good. That film's amazing. It has right? a lot of themes going on. It's just, oh, it's in, my, it's, it's in there. I'll also throw Moana in. Yeah. I like Moana. Fantastic. It's actually a really nice movie about like just being true to who you are. Damn straight, it's beautiful. It's got one of the best Disney soundtracks. Ooh. Actually, no, no. To be honest, no. It's got probably three good songs. Yeah, yeah. Retraction. What are the like three? Like the Lion King has the best um, music. Easily. Uh, Easily. I reckon Little Mermaid's got some good fucking songs. No, it has like two good songs. Whereas the Lion King has like. Like a full CD, like every song on that song is a banger. I knew That's you true. were going to say banger. I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, she's going to say fucking banger. <laughs> yeah. It's a good call. Lion King is a great soundtrack. That was back when my mum thought I was going to be a singer. <gasps> you have oh. a beautiful voice, though, Are you going to sing in this I episode like you did last you time? Be a singer. Uh, there's no songs in Inside Out, were there? No, they were Maybe, Maybe not in that one, but maybe in, in your one. Oh, there's the not. Um, there. Can you include them? <laughs> I, I can, if you can come up with one. Well, Kath and I are on it. You're on yeah. it. So that's your challenge yeah. for the pitch. So, um, yeah, so I'm not trying to fix it because it's unfixable. This is just a completely different version. <laughs> it's just going to like rip off a famous song and change it to like, inside out. <laughs> that wasn't even a famous song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be how it ends. Well, I've been listening to Anastasia's soundtrack a lot lately, and I feel like that's obscure enough that I could rip off that song and not too many people would realize. Yeah, oh, I'd catch her. Would you? I'd catch her. Speaking, can I just say, animated. Kids' films. Anastasia. Never seen it. Rasputin. Sure. In the Dark of the Night. Oh, oh my God. Oh, it's beautiful. Do you know what I love in that song? I sing it all the time and maybe more than I should where he goes, in the dark of the night, Eva will find her. And then he, no, Tara will find her. And he goes, Tara's the least I could do. And it just makes me <laughs> laugh because it's not true. The least you could do is nothing. <laughs> but he's well, like, no, no, no. But for Rasputin, Tara is nothing. Oh, oh. on my mind. <laughs> Um, you have to watch Anastasia. I you will. actually will love it. Loads of heart. Right. Can I say, this is just a segue just on talking about good music and Disney films. Underrated gem with fucking amazing songs in it, the more I think about it. Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Possibly one of my favourite films. Yeah, Gabe loves that as well. I think he couldn't finish it, like, the first time he watched it. Like, he was, like, a kid and he was like, I'm probably butchering the story. I feel like he no, was no, no, a kid. No, 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 Butcher the story. <laughs> it's a bad game. Story. Um, he was a kid and he, had, like, he, like, paused the tape or he walked out of the cinema because he was like, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble or, or something bad's going to happen so I'll just stop this experience so it doesn't, the bad thing in the movie doesn't happen. He was, like, oh, he was, he was like, so invested that he didn't oh, want wow. the bad thing to happen. Yeah. It's something along those lines. I really hope that's I love pausing the tape. <laughs> I miss it. Just you can pause the DVD, mate. Well, it's not the it same, the is it, same, mate? Because like, it doesn't have that, it doesn't doesn't do have that. that thing. Yeah. 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 We're all doing the thing with our hands. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? People listening who are of a certain age will know They'll what we're know talking exactly about. what we mean. Yeah. A lot of people who listen to this show are probably under 17 and don't know what the fuck we're talking about. What a VCR is. Unless they're real cool. Anyway, I should actually like talk about what I'm going to do today. Sure. Um, so, yeah, so it's not a fix. It's a completely original. Well, it's not completely original because it's inside out. I've taken the concept and gone, what if it was R-rated? So it's a bit darker, a bit more violent. It's still animated. 
we're still in Riley's head. It's still Riley. Um, there's still joy and sadness and anger, who I'm calling rage. Is Riley young still? Is she still? She is an adult by the time this film takes. Okay. You, you see her as a younger person, mm-hmm. and then she's probably like in her 20s by okay. the time this film kicks off. We've, we've still got a sadness. We've still got a joy. We've still got a, a, an anger or rage, and we've got disgust and fear. A bit of casting, just because you know I love a bit of bit of casting. So the. This is the casting for just just four of the emotions because Rage doesn't talk. Oh, okay. So, have you gone the route of recasting the voices? So, the, have the voices grown as she's grown? Pretend that this is the only Inside Out that exists. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're in an alternate reality where this is the only Inside Out that exists. Got right? it. So, I've done recasting because I like to. So, Joy is now played by Kristen Bell because I think she can oh. get the balance of like I'm happy, but I'm also like things are a bit shit. So, her joy is more grim determination than joy. Yeah. Uh, sadness is Queen Latifah because this sadness is very businesslike and very sensible and very much like, oh no, we're sad now. I'm in charge and now we're happy. I'm going to go sit over here. I'm not okay. in charge anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then disgust and fear are twins <laughs> because they're very closely linked and they're both played by Taika Watiti. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it, it's fun. Anyway, so like I said, still animated and there's still a kind of nice, the film sort of still opens with that nice kind of montage talking about how the emotions are created. Uh, but there's a little bit of a, an edge to it. Riley's life is not the nice life that we see in the, in the original film. So, for instance, when so Joy appears first as, as she tells the story. Uh, but the first instance that Sadness appears, you know, she's very matter of fact and she's in charge, is actually the first time Riley witnesses her mum and dad fighting. And it happens like literally she's born. They're taking her home and they start a screaming match. Like, fuck you. You, you fucking didn't park the car close enough. It's like, fuck you, you bitch. Get the fucking baby in the backseat. You know, it must cost me 12 fucking dollars for a coffee while... And it's a really aggressive fight. And maybe, maybe Riley's dad just gives Riley's mum a bit of a backhand. Holy and maybe boy. she gives him one back. And Riley's this, like, literally hours old, starts to cry. And Joy's kind of like, what do I do? And Santa's like, it's, it's fine. I've got it. Don't worry. Joy's like, do, do I get another turn? And Sanders is like, no, 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 no. I'm in charge now. I'll let you know when it's your turn, but I don't think it's going to be your turn for a while. So I was like, oh, okay. And we kind of get more of this stuff. So we get a run of, a, a run of kind of instances and times where Joy looks like she's about to get a run and get a turn. And then something really awful happens and sadness is like, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll just, I'll jump in here. We'll get you next time. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no worries. And the things are things like you, most of them will be parents fighting. Dad's probably a bit of an alcoholic. Likes getting in fights with people. She probably doesn't have a great... Fuck you, Kath. I'm so sorry. So rude. This is a very emotional pitch. But basically, every time Joy thinks it's her turn, something goes sour. For example, there's a, a beat where maybe Riley brings... Uh, d- dad. Riley's dad brings home a present for a birthday. And it's great, but he's like blind drunk. He's like, yeah, you know, play with it. And it's like something that a dad who doesn't understand the child gets... A, like, oh, it's, like a, it's like a tennis ball with like... Lipstick on it or something like a Barbie doll and she's not into Barbie dolls. She's like, oh, it's all right, dad. Like, I'll play with it later. And he, he gets angry. He's like, you know, I paid money for this. Bullshit smash. And she's like, and mum, you know, mum comes in and he backhands her again. Or maybe she walks in on her mum with another guy or something like, basically it's a series of just sad moments. And then it's basically a lot of the younger years is that every now and again, Joy gets to take the reins occasionally, but mostly it's just dominated by sadness until we finally meet fear and disgust. And they arrive when Riley finally goes to school. And she's being bullied by some older girls who pretend to be a friend and then drop a spider down the back of her shirt. It's fucked up. And that happens. And Joy's like, oh, my God, what do we do? What do we do? And then 
all of a sudden the two twins appear. They're probably holding hands because that'd be that'd be nice. It's like, oh, I really hate spiders. They've got too many eyes and too many legs and they're very poisonous. No, I don't like spiders at all. Yeah, but spiders are gross. Anything with more than two legs is absolutely disgusting. What about cats? Oh, no, cats are okay. <laughs> are cats poisonous? No, I don't think so. That kind of shit. Yeah. That's why it has to be Tiger Watiti. And finally, in the same beat, we are introduced to the Beast, or Rage, who's kind of like Hannibal Lecter, like towering over them all, and he's, he's basically a, a s- sleeping monster of pure mood that occasionally gets let out. And in this beat, does get let out, because, you know, she gets the spider down the top, and then Riley gets up, smashes out this girl's tooth, you know, don't do this to me. Riley's smashing a window, her mum telling her off, so Riley, like, throws a family photo out the window. Basically, all these instances where now, not just Sadness is running the show, but every time Joy tries to to get a run in sadness steps away because someone else takes over fear and disgust are fighting about something stupid and then the beast comes out and just smashes everything in the room and joy's like i just hmm. i just want to get a shot anyway throughout this whole thing we eventually get that the dad leaves and the mum just kind of drinks herself into a stupor as we fade on riley watching from the doorway as joy also watches from the doorway these other emotions fighting just waiting for a chance a chance that she never gets as the time's gone on now, and Riley's life is real shitful. So we now see a regular day in her life. She's probably, like I said, in her 20s, and sort of talking about, like, you know, Joy going through the emotions of, of what's in... And by this stage, you know how in, in the film, what once they're adults, they've kind of got one person in charge? Like, I think the dad's got anger, and the mum's got, like, fear or disgust? Yeah. But one of them's in charge. Sadness now runs <laughs> Riley's head. Okay. And Joy's kind of like... It, the roles are reversed from the film. Joy's kind of, like, off doing, like, shitty little tasks, because yeah. Sadness is running the show. And it's all overseen by this, uh, by, by Sadness, who's, who's kind of the main operator. And, and she's very sensible. She's very measured. And the day looks like this. The water is cut off in her apartment. Sadness and disgust. Uh, she has another argument with him. And landlord. Anger pushing against change, but calmed back down by joy and, and fear. Who are like, no, 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 we can't argue with the landlord again. Because the last time we argued with the landlord, you know, you punched him in the face. And then we got kicked out of that place. And then that was an, at a place belonging to a guy that you'd already punched in the face. So we got kicked out of that place before we even got in. So we, we don't have a lot more places we can get kicked out of. So <laughs> please don't punch anyone. Also, it real hurts. <laughs> so she almost gets mugged. She misses the bus. It's just typical. Her She runs like, works like two jobs. She basically works in like a Coyote Ugly style bar. <laughs> She's late for work. She gets told off. She has a terrible day at work. She gets hit on. She spills drinks. She goes out the back with some of the dancers and they do like a line of cocaine to pick herself back up again. And, and that's really funny in her head. It comes through and Joy's like, oh God, no. And she does it again. And the beast at the back just like is just a completely different thing. Is like kind of like zen. Like it's <laughs> like, oh yes, I'm in charge now, but really fast. <laughs> so yeah, so you, you see all these effects on her. She gets drunk, gets fired, gets rehired, goes to a bar, goes home with a stranger and then just repeat and repeat and repeat. And effectively, we just we just follow these events until something breaks, and it just we we repeat this monotony again and again and again, and, and each time again we see Joy trying to get in, doesn't really get a shot, and it ends with she like gets fired over something, and for real she's fired now. She loses her house because she hasn't paid her rent, and it all just kind of falls apart. So she gets drunk, and she goes to visit her mum in the care home, and her mum is just an asshole. Like imagine BoJack Horseman's mum <laughs> is is Riley's mum. Like it's just it's just never a good time. So she. Hits a new low and she's walking along and they're sitting there and Sadness is just like, oh, I didn't think we'd back, be back here. Joy's like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're here. And Joy looks up and she's like, oh, I thought we'd finish this. She's so like, nope, I don't think we have. All right, fear, disgust, I'm going to need you both up here, Joy. You can, you can take a seat over there. It's fine. <laughs> we got this. And she basically goes into a house to a dealer, manages to score some drugs. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, probably through sex does something it's probably harder than cocaine so probably heroin i don't understand drugs 
Heroin? Kathy? Yeah, why? <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> Man, I've never even smoked a cigarette. You just look pensive over there. I was, uh, like, I was gonna say speed. I don't know. I don't know why oh, yeah, though. Speed. Not for any particular reason. No, just... speed would be good. Speed, speed's good. Yeah. And yeah. basically, or even like oxy or something. She just has like Pebble a drink. Some fun crazy because she yeah. has a bender okay. and they can't contain rage and rage gets out and just smashes everything. And then she's just miserable and they finally calm rage down and Santa's like, all right, I'm taking over from here and sits down. And basically at the end of this, the bender ends with her sitting like on the edge of a bridge, just being like, right, I'm done. I'm, I'm packing it in. And I was like, what, 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 what's going on? Santa's is like, oh, yep, this is where we are now. You know, when if it gets to a point, I just push this button and we'll, we'll jump off. Oh, Jesus. and Joy's like, why? Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take over. And so it's like, no, it's not, it's not your turn. This isn't for you now. She's, she needs sadness. We can't decide what a person does. That's not our job. They're the people. We're just the feelings. So if they are feeling this feeling, I, I can't control that. If this is where a point's got to go, we can't talk her out of it because we've probably already tried. And then just at the last minute, something like flies through the wind like a, a leaflet or a flyer and she grabs it. And she looks down and all, all that the guys inside the head see is just a fresh start. <laughs> and then Riley passes out. Roger's like, oh, fuck, that was really bad. And it's, and it's kind of like everyone's like, all right, cool, break time, time to go to bed. <laughs> but Joy's horrified. And she sits there and Sanders is like, are you all right? And she's like, this isn't what I, I thought this was going to be. I mean, I thought I'd get to make some people happy. And she's like, oh, you, you have. There have been some happy memories. Look, there's, there's like three <laughs> Over there, they're, they're you. She was like, "Yeah, it's still been more than this." And Sanders is like, "Hey, you know, maybe this this fresh start will be will be just what we need." She's like, "Yeah, maybe." Well, that's exactly what they need because uh, next morning, <laughs> then Brain Town, the emotions are dealing with a hangover. So I imagine the hangover is just like they just wake up. And there's just like a big fat seal in the brain, and they can't. They can't. <laughs> it won't get off the controls. It's like no, 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 and they can't get anything to do. Anyway. Joy's trying to take control. All of a sudden, one of the twins is like, hey, what's that out there in the mind world? Looks really big. Yeah, I don't like the look of that. You could die like 10, 100 different ways if you went near that. <laughs> yes. It's real scary, actually. Uh, and it's, a, it's an obelisk, like a white tower with a bright, smiley face, like lit up on top of it. And Joy turns around and she's like, oh, yeah, what is that? From the other side of the room, she's here, neat, right? <laughs> and they all turn around. And someone new has joined them. It's a man in an all-white suit wearing a white bowler hat with another smiley face on it and a big smiley face pinned to his white suit. He's like, hiya, I'm Hope. It's pleased to meet you. Who's Hope played by? Hope. (laughs) Hope's played by Bob Odenkirk. (laughs) (laughs) Doing, um, so I imagine imagine Hope is probably from North Dakota. If you can think of anyone better to be like that. Oh, geez, how you going? I'm Hope. (laughs) Isn't today a great day? <laughs> like that's, that's Do you know who it could be? I mean, I, I think I like yours better, but I'm thinking um, Frances McDormand in Burn After Reading, but like a nice version of her. Or Brad, no. Brad Pitt's character. Or Brad, from Pitt that. Character. Brad Pitt's character. Or, uh, or like, um, Kenneth from 30 Rock. Or, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I think yours is probably still the best, but that's yeah. just, no, no, no. you know, if he's busy. It's, it's, if he's not free. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get a Brad Pitt. Francis McDormand, we've got a someone like nice and nice, an idiot, an idiot, a nice idiot. Well, yeah. no, Francis McDormand's not an idiot, but she plays that. That ca- she plays that it so well. Linda Lipsky, don't know that. Shh, I think so. That's anyway. her name. Yeah. Um, oh right, I thought you were talking yeah. about an actress, and I was like, no, she's no. not. <laughs> a real Who's that? <laughs> actress. So he's like, yeah, pleased to meet you, and they're all like, who are you? He's like, Hope. I'm new. I'm here. 
you know, fresh start. He's like finger guns, and they're all like, oh, okay. So that's that's your big scary tower of death. Your big scary tower. It's got a it's got a big smiley face on top. Yeah, but if that's smiley face falls off, could could kill thousands of people. It's all got very sharp edges. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's that's my obelisk. An obelisk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, you know, don't be nervous, it's just an obelisk of hope. It radiates uh, good vibes. Like this. And he just gives fear a massive hug. And discusses like, it hugs you. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't have any arms, seems very impractical. <laughs> it's like you guys ask a lot of gosh darn questions, don't you, hey? <laughs> Anyway, Sadness comes out and she sees this whole thing and she's like, oh, hi, w- what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm new. She's like, oh, welcome. This is Riley's head. I'm Sadness. I'm in charge. And, and you've met fear and disgust and that's rage. Don't talk to rage. Uh, and, <laughs> and this is Joy. And Welcome. And it's like, oh, cool. This is really great. But Joy's not as keen on this guy as everyone else is. There's something a bit off it. So she's like, hey, Sadness, a quick sidebar. She's like, what? What's the deal? I'm just going to let this guy build obelisks and move into Riley's head. She's like, well, it's better than some of the things she's put in here. But what are we going to do about it? I don't know, just something seems seems off about... And as she says it, Hope's just there behind her. It's like, oh, who, me? No, I get it, I get it. I'm a stranger. I'm asking a lot with the obelisk and all. But hey, look, I can leave. Honest. You just say the word and I'm out of here. And as this conversation takes place, we see Riley in the outside world. And she's standing at a gate. And a sign that invites her to a fresh start at the next Chance Ranch. And Chance has the CH in it. At the end, so it's next chance ranch. <laughs> <laughs> um, a farm in the background, and she looks un- unsure. Any, she's got hardly anything with her. And in her other hand is the leaflet. And a young man suddenly rides up on a horse, and he grins, and this is Oliver, and he's probably played by Channing Tatum or someone like that. <laughs> and he recognised her from the pop-up at the market that she came to, and he's glad she decided to come along. And Tug will be really pleased to see that she's joined. And, and now a similar conversation is taking place in both worlds, with each doubt that's voiced by Joy talking to Hope voiced by Riley in the real world. And Hope and Oliver often say things that are literally verbatim or overlap slightly. And just at the end when Riley and Joy still is about to, her doubt's about to win out, Hope just drops a bomb. And it's just like, at the same time as Oliver, you deserve to be happy. Here you can be. And so Hope moves in. And as Riley acclimatizes to life on the next chance ranch, uh, Hope begins to settle into the brain. So it's all these little things like, you, you'll see like, you know, she's getting a, 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 her bed ready and saying, it's like, oh... It's 8 o'clock in the morning, she'll remember that thing. And she sits down and Hope's like, no, 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 I got it. See, look. And he taps another button and she's like, oh, oh, great. That's fantastic. And off she goes to like read a book or something. Um, so every time something sort of happens, Hope's like, oh, no, 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 look, look, I got it. Watch. Do. And every time he does that, he's just like another obelisk. With yeah. A big smiley face appears in the back of Brain Town. And Joy wakes one morning to find a bunch of like just really tall, white shaped things in like suits but with like just smiley faces for faces. Yeah. She's like, what, what, what are these? It's like, oh, you know, they just. Spreading hope. See, look. And I just give her a big hug. Yeah. She's like, oh, that, that feels really nice, actually. <laughs> and again, more stuff of, of Riley getting familiar into this ranch, you know, meals, meeting people, getting us on like a dorm. She throws in her old clothes, gets like really plain beige looking or white clothes, you know, weird clothes. You know, maybe she's going to like mass and then performing farm work early in the morning and then selling goods on the weekend, sleeping in a dorm. And she's starting to get into it. She's feeling it all with gusto, with hope overseeing all this. And each time... A concern comes up, Hope quashes it. He's really good at it too. The others are soon all enraptured in the way he talks and the way he acts. And they don't mind that every now and again, they'll see the smiley face tall goon guys running around and like building a statue or fixing something out in Braintown and be like, oh no, we'll take these memories and we'll, we'll put them somewhere else. And because these are bad memories and we're all about Hope here. No bad memories. Except Joy. She's still not giving a go. Like that, that's the thing that's frustrating her the most. It's not that, that Hope's 
a bit weird and he has these goons and there's obelisks appearing everywhere and everyone likes him, is that she's still not getting a fucking turn to run Riley. Every time she kind of gets a turn, Hope's there to, to be hopeful. Has she ever had a go? Uh, not that we've seen. You've never actually seen her have a go Okay, at any point. So she starts trying to snoop on what Hope's working on. And Hope eventually kind of gets sick of her like trying to spy on him and catch him. And he just turns around and he's like, aren't you trying to keep Riley happy? Joy? Isn't that your job? Joy? You <laughs> just give her joy? It's in your name. My name's Hope. I give her hope. You give her joy. And Joy's kind of still like, look, look, all of this, it's, it's just part of the process. It, there's been a lot of stuff that's gone on in Riley's life. So it's, it's really hard to, to give her some hope. I mean, you know, I, I've seen the footage and they play on the big screen of her sitting on that bridge. He's like, she was here. She was going to jump and we've got to get her back from that. Trust me. It's all part of it. She's like, your process. He's like, yep, my process. Hope leads to joy. Hope leads. Joy follows. Joy's like, oh, okay, and he just walks off. But she can't. She just can't. So she goes to Sadness and she's like, something's wrong. Sadness, have you seen what Hope's been doing and what Riley's doing out there? I, I, just, I just don't like it. Sadness's like, what are we going to do about it? She's like, I, I can't believe it. She's like, no, it's Riley's life. We just go where she points us. I've told you this thousands of times. She's like, no, 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 no. What happened to, you know, whatever it is that you did? You don't do anything anymore. She's like, yeah, Riley's not sad. I'm only in charge when she's sad. I can't do anything if she's not sad. Shouldn't you be happy about this? She's like, yeah, but... I don't think Hope is who he says he is. And Sadness is like, oh, yeah, I definitely agree. And Joy's like, what? She's like, oh, yeah, no, he's definitely up to something. She's like, and what, we're just going to sit here? She's like, yep. She's like, there's nothing we can do. He's in. He's in charge. She's like, well, we'll fucking see about that then, won't we? And she storms out. <laughs> and just as she storms out, Sadness gives her, like, Queen Latifah a little smile and is just like, that a girl. <laughs> All right. So as... as more things have been going on. We've seen in some of the Riley bits, and I don't know where these are interspersed, but basically she's been coming closer and closer to the leader of the farm, a dude named Tug. Tug? Why not attached to that name? <laughs> I just needed like a hillbilly name. No, it's good. I Tug. It. Tug. Probably also played by Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that would be that would be good. That'd be good. Yeah. And Channing Tatum can be the voices of all the big muscly people in the head. <laughs> <laughs> who don't speak because they're just smiley faces. Yeah. They, just go, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> they probably just hum. Anyway, there's kind of a weird moment where it would basically, you'd see beats where they're starting to trust one another and it would kind of get to a point where effectively Riley has to, is in a situation where she ends up having to sleep with the, the leader of the farm. But it's like part of the thing. It's like, yep, come around to my dinner. And he invites all the new women who've come to the farm to dinner. And then it's like, okay, we're going to take off our clothes and, it's going to be great. We're going to commune with, with the voice and, uh, and the eye and the spirit and whatever. And, and Riley's really kind of like, oh, no, I, I, I don't want to. And just kind of grossed out by this. And we go into side ahead. And that's because there's disgust sitting there. He's like, no, oh, get away. Get your fucking old man penis away from me. I'm not getting that inside me. No way. I don't sleep with old men. That's fucked up. No, get, get off. No, this isn't okay. Oh, fuck. Those girls' tits are weird. Like, just very uncomfortable, the whole situation. And as he's doing this, he's like, no, no, no. So he's pressing all the buttons. And then he just, a hand just comes across his hand and turns around. And there's hope. He's like, what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, I'm, we're a bit grossed out. So it's my turn. When we're grossed out, that's my job. Uh, fear, that's my brother. He doesn't want me scared, but I'm, I'm grossed out. It's like, oh, you're grossed out. What, why are you grossed out? Oh, you know, this, this whole situation, it's freaking me out a bit. There's those naked people and they're touching. And I think that old guy wants to have sex with us. And we don't, we don't go in for that. <laughs> and I was just like, you're holding Riley back. What? He's like, yeah, no, 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 you let me come on, up you get up. I'll take over from here. So he's discussed, like, oh no, it's it's my job. But Hope kind of pushes him out of the way and he's like, no, no, you'll be fine. So he's like, no, no, no. And he goes to run back. 
And just as he does, all of a sudden, two of the big smiley-faced goons appear and just grab disgust. And he stands and he's like, mm, I thought we'd be able to get through this without having to do this, but you give me no choice. Get rid of him. And they start marching disgust over to like the tube that goes out into the brain space. Yeah. About to like load him into it. And he's like, I'm all right at it. Go to the big one too. Should be a problem later. And we cut and we see that Joy has seen all of this. And just at the last minute, she like pushes the goon out of the way and tries to fight her way through. But it's no good. The goons just keep coming. And Hope is just like furious. He's like, why are you doing this? We're trying to make things better. Riley cannot be her best self with any of you around. So eventually after the fight, the kerfuffle, they end up scrambling away and, and escaping. And Hope just kind of watches them as they run away out of the brain space, Simba, Lion King style. They've like fallen out of the top. <laughs> and he just turns to the goon and he's like, oh, go on. Get out there and finish the job. You know, and one of them sort of like looks at him questioningly. He's like, no, no, no. Dead. Definitely dead. <laughs> and the face is like, mm. And as he walks away, he just says, he's like, I don't know what she is, but she's dangerous. <laughs> so the trio now have to avoid the stormtrooper creepy guys. And as they're running along, so it's literally disgusting being like, oh, no, I don't want to go. This is fucking weird. I don't like it out here. And Joy's like trying to keep them while also dragging Rage. Like imagine Rage is like a, like a beast of burden, just this really slow, not paying yeah. attention, isn't really angry. But then when the stormtroopers <clears throat> start attacking, it's like, oh, we'll try to fight. Basically, here you have a nice bit where, you know, well, not nice bit, but they then have to make their way to try to work out how to get back up. And as they're walking around, Disgust spots like a bright light in the distance of all this darkness. And he's like, we'll go there. Follow, go to the light and that, that'll be able to get us up somewhere we can see so we can get back up into the brain. We've got to stop hope. And, you know, Joy's like, I agree, let's do this. And so they start heading off and they go through like fucked up things like repressed memories and like broken dreams and all these really like nightmarish, horrible things that they have to like overcome and fight. And it's a really nice bonding thing and, and every time Joy's kind of like just getting through with like grim determination because she's going to get back and she's going to fix this. But they're not. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quite sure why. Anyway, we're also into cutting with things going on outside in the real world and 
Riley's participated in an orgy and now she's betrothed to like two people and she's getting into the thing and they're going to give her a seed and she's going to have a baby and it's starting to Jesus. ramp up a bit and she's like, oh, yep, okay, yep, no, I'm fine with that. Things have escalated. Yeah. Things have fucking escalated, guys. Things have escalated a hell of a fucking lot. Anyway, inside, the trio, the escape trio, have finally arrived at the light and it's this tiny little ramshackle shack like on a lean and it's... The, the light is coming from, like, the light inside the shack. Someone's inside. This guy's like, do you think anyone's home? And Joe's like, oh, hang on. So she ties, like, Rage up out the front to a pole like an animal. And Rage just starts, like, <laughs> munching on, like, brain grass. Or, like, you know those little things that, like, carry dreams around? They, like, run past. And she's just like, dum, um, And they knock on the door. And uh, the door opens. And standing inside this little shack is this person. And they realize the light's not coming from inside the shack. It's actually coming from this person. And this guy's like, who are you? So it's like, oh my God, I didn't think I'd ever get any visitors down here. This is fantastic. Oh my God, I haven't done anything. Come on inside, come on. And she's really excited. And, and Joy is a bit like hesitant. She's like, oh, I, I don't think we should. And she's like, oh no. She's like, no, 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 come on, come on. I haven't had visitors. This is going to be so good. And she drags him in. She sits him down. And, and, and Joy's really uncomfortable being in this room. And discusses like, wait, 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 wait. What, who, who are you? And what are you doing in this little house? <laughs> and this, this bright, bubbly person turns around and goes, I'm Joy. And discusses like, wait, what? And looks at Joy. And Joy's like, yeah, that's. That's joy. The next day, we get a beat of sadness and fear, waking up to see that hope has now taken over complete control. Uh, the rooms are white. All the buttons are gone. There's just a weird bunch of other strange symbols and stuff and his army. You can't be dropping that bomb and then walking away. <laughs> Watch me, mate. Oh, mate. <clears throat> and they ask where the others are. Sadness is like, where are they? Anger and disgust and joy. And at first, hope is like, oh, what do you mean? I, I have no idea. Are they gone? She's like, yeah, we, we can't find them anywhere. It's like, oh, it's okay. We'll, we'll be fine. We'll mobilize my units. And Sadness is like, really? And he's just like, mm. and he takes off his bowler hat and like scrunches it up. And you can see he's angry. He's like, I am trying so hard here. Can't you see that? Can't you see what I'm trying to do here, huh? No, of course you can't. Look what you've done here. Anger and disgust are out there with whatever that thing is that's been calling itself joy. But I'm assuming you already knew she wasn't joy. Right, Sadness? And Sadness is like, sure. And she's like, this could have been so easy. It's usually so easy. I just come in and take over and get the others playing along to the tune of the hope and the happiness. And sometimes you get some problematic emotions trying to be the hero. You get rid of them early on. And Fear's like, oh, no, are you, you going to get rid of us too? It's like, oh, no, 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 no. Fear and sadness are very important tools in what we do here. <laughs> and we're so close. No, you'll be staying right here with me. What about the others though? Like, like Enga and my brother and, and fake joy. <laughs> it's like, oh. They're going to die. I'm going to kill them. In fact, we're catching up to them as we speak. You two just sit tight. We've got some shit to do. <laughs> and you know, like Monsters Inc., they have that like sucker thing. They mm. basically now sadness and, and fear get like strapped into this thing. And now they're like just being, their emotions are just being sucked out of them. Oh, fuck. And outside too, the farm is slowly, slowly starting to become more cult-like. So we start to realize that there's no communication with the outside. There's a bit of emotional manipulation going on. And that this isn't the next chance ranch it's actually some kind of fucked up cult and back in the house we learn through a bit of backstory and talking joy hasn't been telling us the whole truth in fact joy's not joy at all joy's anger and that the real joy and a camp explains that they both appeared at the same time and that the whole reason that joy and anger appeared at the same time was that joy was having such a great time and all anger seemed to do was just make things worse and she was like so i didn't want to be angry anymore so I kind of pushed Joy out so I could be Joy. 
Because I thought, wouldn't it be good to be something that I'm not? Like, that'd be so much better. Because people want joy. No one wants to be angry. I mean, look, we tied anger up on a post out there. That's why, they're, that, that's why, her, that's why her anger has manifested into this weird fucking buffalo monster. Because <laughs> anger and joy are sort of places. Now, joy doesn't seem to care. The real joy doesn't seem to care in the slightest that this occurred. She's like, oh, that was fine. You know, it was ages ago. Like, <laughs> I moved on. Look at my place. It's amazing. And it's like, not amazing. <laughs> but she's like, we're going to need your help, though, joy. Real joy. We've got to go back. But it's not going to make a difference because it's too late because Hope's pretty much taken over everything. And they come out and they realize, and Joy's like, oh, not everything. There's, there's probably some good stuff in there. Anger, as I'm going to refer to her now, is like, there's no good stuff in there. Have you, have you not seen what her memory islands were? They were all shit. It's like bad boyfriends and being attacked by dogs and being turned away from restaurants for food. She was homeless for two. Like, it is not a good time. Joy's like, oh, no. There's a, there's a couple little things, you know, from early on. We could... We can get a couple of those and if we fashion them in the right way. and But they're all pointless because we have to get back and kick Hope out so we can reboot the system. Who's Joy? Oh, Joy's Anna Camp from Pitch Perfect. Mm, True, oh, blonde. And True Blood. The blonde one. The blonde one. The psychotic blonde one. Yeah. Because yeah. I just wanted that person that was just, or it could be Maya Rudolph. I don't know. Just someone who's psychotically <laughs> happy. Could it be Amy Poehler? It could be Amy Poehler as well. Yeah. yeah, fine. It's Amy Poehler. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, just someone psychotically happy. And basically, we now get a nice little beat where they're heading, gathering stuff together to head back up into the, the main brain. The main brain. The main brain, mate. The brain main. The main brain frame. The main brain frame. <laughs> anyway, as they're going along, they keep encountering these like stormtroopers. And this, I keep calling them stormtroopers, but they're just like- The Tatums. The Tatums. The Hope Tatums. <laughs> um, they keep encountering them and they just keep getting away. And Joe's like, you, you could like help. She's like, no, no, I don't think I could. She's like, yeah, you, your anger. You could really help. You don't need to just be dragging that big mo- Like, you are the thing. You could help us get through this bitch. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to be that. I want to be something else. Joe's like, okay. You can't really change who you are, though, can you? <laughs> and discuss like, yeah, she's right. You know, I try really hard to like things, but everything's just gross and weird. <laughs> um, and effectively, what they're trying to do is they're trying to find a couple of happy memories. But what they're really looking for are all the memories of the times that Riley has questioned her time. At the ranch. That's what yeah. Hope has been collecting and hiding. Yeah. If they can bring enough of them back and dump them into a part of Riley's brain, into the main part of that, that weird memory tube thing in the middle of the brain, Riley will snap out of it and go, oh my God, this place is fucked up. I need to leave. Yeah. And effectively, that happens. So they, they go through the brain. They get the stuff, outsmarting stormtroopers, fighting their way through. And eventually, they find their way back up to the brain. Now, while this is all happening out in the real world, Riley's starting to like question some of the behavior. Some of the men are really gross. Tug expects she to like just do whatever he wants. He, she realizes that it's mostly the women doing a lot of the work. They're making a profit from the food, but no one's actually seeing any of this money. There are kids being born to this, who are being, and she's. It's starting to just like take hold until like you know. And basically, I imagine that the brain they're actually at the base of the brain, like funneling things into an exhaust because they're like, oh, we're just going to put as many of this shit in as we can. Just keep going, keep going. And they would eventually get caught, which would be like the moment where Channing Tatum in the real world is like, are you, are you okay? She's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. I just, you know, he's like, oh, cool. Well, we've got to go for a sexy dinner. It's not that. It's something. But it's like, we've got to go commune with the eye. And that means everyone's going to get naked and fuck the old man. <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, I don't want to do this. Basically, things are really bad in the cult. They get dragged back up to the brain. And Hope is sitting here and he's just like, why have you done this? You know, like, you're talking about, the important stuff that exists out in these memory islands. Like, let's let's go through them, right? 
Here's the first one. Oh, here you go. It's the first time her dad hit her after having a whiskey too many. That was really good, wasn't it? Or how about the time her mother forgot to pick her up from hockey practice? Yeah, and she had to go home with that girl Tiffany with the spiders, you know, who used to bully her all the time and locked her in a cupboard for about four hours. That's pretty good. That's a good memory to have. What a great foundation memory. Or how about my favorite abusive boyfriend number three, Duncan Waterman? That burn's still there, right? From the spatula on, on the thigh? Yeah. See, Joy, those, those memories are important. Yes, they matter who Riley was. Was. This is new. This is the next chapter. A fresh start. No beatdowns, no booze, no blowjobs for food. Why can't you see that? Why can't you just want to make Riley happy? And that's directed at who he thinks is Joy, which is actually anger. Yeah. And she turns around. She's like, oh, you see, I don't care about making Riley happy. I'm not the joy you're looking for. <laughs> I'm anger. And I'm going to carve a smile onto your face with my bare fucking hands, <laughs> you toxic new age cunt. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah? Y- yeah, you you and who? And he's got like all the people around him. And she's like, oh, no, just me. And all of a sudden, she's now the, the big, monstrous, yeah. horrific yeah. thing. And in one arm, tucked under one arm like a rugby ball, is this big accumulation of doubt that she just needs to slam in there. Now, as she... Fights her way through, she kind of slams it in, and we jump outside, and in the middle of the weird sex orgy, Riley's just like, no, and everyone just stops and looks at her. She's like, not doing this anymore, and just grabs like a a steak knife and just stabs one of the dudes trying to have sex with her. And basically, you get like Colin Firth in Kingsman (laughs) style. She takes down a cult while in her head, anger is doing the same thing to all of the creepy cult emotions. Yeah. Anyway, it's a nice little mirrored fight. She rips them all apart and uh, Riley, like, burns the cult to the ground. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking violent. Um, <laughs> like, you know, there's crucifixes going through people's heads. She, like, lo- lets the balls out of the pen and they, like, gore a couple of people. She walks up to the, you know, the creepy old man. He's like, no, what are you doing, child? You have to come back. You fucking bitch. I gave you fucking everything. And she turns around and in a voice that might be her voice, I might be disgust actually saying, get your fucking dirty old man penis away from me, you old cunt. Kicks him in the head and like stabs him, blows the place up and like flees out of the night. And then basically like they've, they finally plunged the last of the doubts and he gets sucked away. And as this happens, all of that, the white obelisks just crumble. All the like the faces people collapse and um old old mate Bob Odencork just like just shrinks until he's like this tiny little insecure little like, hey, you fucking I'm gonna I'm trying to do a good thing here. <laughs> I'm trying to do good things. That's what I'm trying to do, you know what I understand? I'm just trying to give a bit of hope. <laughs> that all started from in the middle of the weird sex orgy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's alright, mate. It's a weird sex orgy and a lot of fucking violence. Yeah. And yeah, so I should probably get back to what I'm, what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> riff on it. And basically, Riley's now standing in the middle of like this thing and she's breathing heavily and she kind of is really wide and she doesn't know what to do. And Christian Bell's like holding the controls, like shaking and, and really agitated. And for the first time, she's no longer the... She's kind of like a weird orangey color, maybe. Not quite joy. Now she's the full red and she looks like what she's supposed to, which is anger. And she's kind of not, not sure what to do. And then the joy and sadness walk up. And then they bring their hands together and they all press down on the button at once. And Riley takes a breath and she just sits down on the grass and she looks up and you can see for the first time at any point in this film, there's actually a bit of hope in her face. Aww. And then at the last second, she looks out at all the fire and the blood on her and just sort of flings and says, <laughs> ew. And they cut back inside and there's the two twins. Like, oh, sorry, we just wanted to join in as well. <laughs> <laughs> so then it gets up to the next day and they're starting to rebuild and 
Riley's got her clothes and she's hitchhiking down a road and she's put the cot behind her and she's just trying to get out and get away. And, and sitting behind the, the controls are a joy and sadness and Angus kind of sitting there ready to go and they get, you know, a hitchhiker comes past and pulls over and it's like, oh, you want to get in? She's like, yeah, that'd be great, thanks. And Joy presses Joy and Fear's like, oh, that, that's, a, that's a stranger's car. I don't think we should go in there. And Disgust is like, yeah, no, that's a real dirty thing to do. We shouldn't go in there. And Joy's like, oh, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. He's going to protect us. And Sadness is like, hmm, sure. Anyway, as she goes to get in the car, the guy like says some like creepy comment like, oh, you get in my car, you're going to suck my dick. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Jesus All right. Christ. Some kind of lewd remark at Riley as she gets in this car. And as, as she says that, Joy and Sanders just turn around and Christian Bell just cracks her knuckles and is like, it's okay, guys. I got this. And she hits the button. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, hey, you asked for our rated and I thought, wouldn't it be fun if Scientology was in the inside out? <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't put a lot of thought into my cult. It's just like a farm cult. Second chance ranch. Second chance ranch. Chance <laughs> ranch. That's brilliant. I probably shouldn't have built this episode up by saying, oh, yeah, tell me about a year. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it makes you think that you've been thinking about this, the weird sex orgy for a year. Oh, no, that part, yet. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I have to write a film. Research included. My- <laughs> Tom, that's like a fantasy, not preparation. Like, I know, like, I just sort of like, what's the fucked up thing that happens in cults? And I'm like, oh, group sex with old men, probably. Yeah. Do they so call him the leader? Well, father or something. Yeah, like, probably in, father. By I, his I, eye. I, I, I called him Tug because I didn't want to. By his eye. I think that's oh, from Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. Tale. Yeah. Oh, well, he said dark. father's eye, and I was like, what? I <laughs> <laughs> call him, careful, you bring about the rat, the father's eye, <laughs> which is the name of his dick. Yeah. Um, I got that. No, I, I think I called Don't him Tug because I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> Tugboat. <laughs> oh, Tugger. Yeah. Well, because I wanted him to sound disarming and that maybe it was a good idea. And then like you learn that it's not a good idea. Because no. the idea is that the emotions don't actually know where she is. Yeah. They just know that it's sometimes it's nice. Like their only context for her being in a cult is hope appearing. Yeah. Mm. Bob Odenkirk. Oh, Tug is creepy. Tug's probably played by like. Oh, Michael Gambon. <laughs> or Bill Murray. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so Harvey Weinstein. No. So, yeah, so that's, uh, that's my R-rated Inside Out. I think it's really interesting. I, I mean, I really like to talk about, and I think it raises kind of really interesting points. I like about, you know, you talk about anger becoming happiness and then maybe being one and the same. Yeah. Does that make, yeah. I think it's a case for of some the, people and for some experiences. Yeah, it's, it's basically been like you actually need all emotions to like you know it's it's the, it's the core it's exactly the same core message from the original Inside Out is that you need all the emotions yeah, to yeah, function. Yeah. It's a teamwork thing. You need you need to all be together. But it was also nice because it was anger having to find herself. Well, yeah, yeah, she didn't want to be angry anymore. She pretended to be joy. It's nice. And in a way, that's kind of why Riley's life was fucked up is because her joy got thrown out of her oh, brain. Oh, that's definitely and the why. only person in charge was sadness and anger. Yeah, anger's a bit of a piece of shit. She is too much of a piece of shit. Like I'm actually uh, like, I get to a point with her where I'm like, oh, you've like actually destroyed this girl's life. No, but anger hasn't. Her fucking shitty parents and douchey boyfriends did. They're a response to the no, external that's true. That's stimuli. A good point. Yep. It's, it's like a coping mechanism. It's the same thing that sadness says. We can't tell her what to do. We just, I'm just yeah. in charge when she's sad. She's not like, sad right now. I can't do anything. They just cope the best way that they can. Yeah. And sometimes would, that means buckling a little bit. Would Oh no! I was because I was going to pull you up at one point. I was going to be like, when she's high, doesn't the, isn't there a joy that kicks in? But of course, it's not because joy's not there. No, 
Quite clever, Tom. It's really good. Sometimes you surprise me with your cleverness. <laughs> oh, I liked it. I liked it buried under a sex orgy um, and smiling-faced Tatums. There's a message about feelings. And teamwork. And teamwork. Which Tatums I mean, and if, hugs. Hang on. I think all orgies, the message is teamwork, though, to be fair. And eye contact. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and arm strength. Yeah. And hydration. And tugging. <laughs> so many keys to this. It's not that like I've been in a lot while I was researching this. Can I say, though, like, so the idea I had in my head for ages was that I wanted that she joined a cult and what the effect of a cult would have on the world of Inside Out. Sure, yeah. The anger as joy stuff only occurred to me in like the last day. <laughs> that's my favourite part of it, though. Yeah, no, I realised that That's the part too. that makes me be like, ooh, you know, that's an interesting like dissection of how we feel things. Yeah, because, yeah, if, if, someone was, if someone was a bit broken and, and had suffered a bit, their joy... Wouldn't be there. Yeah, their, their interpretation of joy would be so, you know, like wrapped up in this kind of warped experiences of joy. So if you have this kind of traumatic childhood. I mean, I remember talking to someone, this is a little bit of an al- analogy here, but I remember talking to someone about who was a gambling addict, a former gambling addict, and they were like, no, gambling addicts aren't. When did you, when did you meet my dad? That's really. <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> gambling addicts aren't addicted to winning because they don't win. They lose mm. far more than they win. Mm. They're actually addicted to losing. And he had some really profound explanation for that, which I don't remember, but it made a lot of sense. Yeah. And that I've always, it <laughs> kind of makes me think about what you're saying here that. Fuck you. I'm on board with what Kat's saying. No, 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 I it's, such, it is, like, I'm, it's a long bow I'm threading here, but like <laughs> this idea that like. He's threading a bow. Oh, okay. yeah, no, I'm with you. Sorry. Like yeah, yeah, no. Do you I, mean like you thread the arrow? Through your finger? Fuck you, Sean. No, I'm just. No, no, I'm on, hey, I'm you on board. Up on it. Yeah, I know. I'm on board with you. I'm on board with your analogy. I know what you're trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. I'm yeah, trying to defend what I'm saying. I'm not getting it right. Fuck. You know what I'm trying to say. On that note, uh, I've been Tom. I've been Carney. I've been Kat. Uh, and if you want to suggest anything to make them R rated, um, you can uh, by sending us an email, moviemanintensepensradio.com. Uh, or on Twitter at MM Sandspants. Or individually, I'm at Orca Treed. I'm at Sidekick of Dowie. I'm at Kath Atkins 5. Yeah. Hey. That's like four in a row, Kath. I wasn't as confident this time as last time. But you know, but you got it. You know. But I got it. Yeah. 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 Anyway. It's like drawing a string and a bow. I thread that bow. On you threaded my... that bow. Yeah. Because you're addicted to losing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, and like a savage beast you want more, consider becoming a member of Sans Pants Plus. For as little as $5 a month, you'll get lots of bonus content and exclusive instructions on how to survive the coming rapture. Just head to sanspantsplus.com. You all come back now, you hear?